Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Today is another wonderful Wednesday, and we are here in the studio with our wonderful guests and all of our other friends we've got with us in the studio today, Ms. Ursula Odom, uh, Gerald Barnes, Tanya Rivers, and our very, very, very special guest, Ms. Catherine Hall. And we're going to tell you a little bit about her uh, in a minute. But we just want to welcome everybody to this podcast. We ask that you... Uh, just go ahead and grab your pads and grab your pencils because you're going to write down some wonderful, amazing insights and information as a result of today's podcast. But we are here, and this is NABWIC, your voice of black women in construction, and we have a mission of increasing the national awareness of black women everywhere in the construction industry. And so our friends today in the studio and our special guests are going to be helping us do that. And one of the other things you want to be aware of is that June, this month that just came in, is National Home Ownership Month. So it is in June, and it celebrates the value that owning a home brings to families, communities, and neighborhoods across America. So stay tuned for all the things that you can do to help celebrate that. And that's one of the reasons why, too, we have our special guest with us, Ms. Catherine Hall. Catherine, how are you doing this morning? I am excited and really honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, we are honored to have someone of your caliber with us uh, in the studio today, too. And I'm going to uh, go ahead and just share a little bit about uh, Catherine with, with you all, our listeners, and uh, But then we'll hear the real story uh, after this. So Catherine is an esteemed authority in empowering women in a male-dominated industry. With over 28 years of experience as a licensed home inspector, Catherine has made a significant impact in the residential renovation industry. She is the founder and executive director of the National Association of FHA Consultants, a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting and empowering individuals in the industry. Catherine is also an accomplished author with three books in the residential real estate genre, including her upcoming release, 
the cracks are showing. How about that? How to break through to success as a woman in male-dominated industries. Her expertise and insights have been featured in Forbes.com, Entrepreneur, Think Magazine, and she has appeared on WPBI 6 Action to develop training programs and coaching initiatives, including the 203K in a Boss Consultant Certification System. Catherine's mission is to inspire and support women, women equipping them with the knowledge and resources to thrive in any industry they But Catherine, take a few minutes and in your own words, tell us a little bit about your background and how you've come to do what you're doing today. Well, thank you so much for that that uh, very um, uh, interesting and lengthy uh, description of my background. <laughs> it, it actually, I could, I could go all the way back to my uh, junior high school years where my father would drive me through inner city Philadelphia to take me to the magnet school that I was attending. He was working at the time for um, nonprofit housing authority, which he did for a large portion of his life. And I was going through Philadelphia seeing homes and uh, living conditions that, because as we drove to the streets, that were just so depressing. And I asked him why people lived this way. And his comment lasted with me throughout my whole life. He basically said that when you're so tired from working and you don't have the money, you don't have pride of ownership, and you don't have the energy, you're not able to maintain or improve your home ownership experience actually is a cycle that produces the continued result. And that's when I actually wanted to start making changes. I thought I would make it from a high level, and I went to college looking to get a law degree. And then when it was time to go to law school, couldn't get enough scholarships or cash to get it together, but God never closes the door without opening a window. And so I took an internship with the City of Philadelphia Department of Licensing and Inspections, and it further cemented in my mind a need to make homeownership a more viable and a more attractive option for more people. Um, I, mm-hmm. my husband, uh, later my husband started a home inspection company and, uh, I actually, in order, because our business grew, actually had to become an inspector myself and I was actually in 1998 the first African American female certified home inspector in the country. And I just took it to the next level with renovation home ownership loans as an FHA 203K consultant. And then I just started to let other people know how to do it, and it just started to grow and grow. And now, 15 years later, the National Association of FHA Consultants has chapter, regional chapters around the country, and uh, we're very excited to be one of the leaders that helps create competency, consistency, and community in the world of renovation homeownership. So that's, and so now that's, that's basically what I'm passionate about, just helping more people really enjoy the American dream that seems to be slipping away from so many people in this current economy. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, that background and, uh, all the things that fueled, uh, your, your skill, your interest and your passion for what you do. And apparently you're very good at it. All the accolades and all the uh, recognition that you've received as a result of, uh, working in the resi- residential renovation industry. So uh, thank you for everything that you you do there. And also, you know, you mentioned the term pride of ownership. And I know 
again, the American dream is for everybody to have, you know, that pride, especially when it comes to the home ownership. And you mentioned that that seems to kind of be dwindling uh, away. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, June is National Home Ownership Month. And for our communities and, and families, why do you believe that that's so important, that dream of home ownership? What does that, what does that do for our community? But for for particularly communities of color and of distance and areas that have been disenfranchised or underserved, there is very little for people to be able to be proud of in a generational level. Generational wealth is something that has been denied or uh, basically a, a, an elusive goal for many uh, communities of color, and, and it is an opportunity that is created with home ownership. Having a home is one of the most easily appreciable assets that a person can have, and it can be the cornerstone or the foundation, if we're going to talk residential construction, it can be the foundation of a generational wealth that actually can help people go to help their help children go to college, help families manage catastrophic illness or life-changing activities. Having that base of financial wealth in a home can be the difference between um, success or destitution for a family, and it actually sets a pattern of responsibility that can help teach future generations what it means to be accountable and responsible to the next generation to come. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. And I I did want you to just share that insight, you know, especially for our our listeners, because as you said, it really is the base of financial wealth. And when you talk about the importance of home ownership, many people don't really realize that. And so thank you very much for all the points that you you brought up there. Um, take a moment, Catherine, and uh, you're, you're in the residential construction industry, and I know a lot of our members work in the commercial sector, uh, but we're focusing in on the residential uh, sector today. So will you take a moment and describe the opportunities in the residential construction industry, especially for rehabilitation and renovation services? You have no idea. Okay, so how much time do we have? So, <laughs> the, the residential construction industry, and, and this is the thing that a lot of people miss, it, the residential construction industry offers amazing opportunities that professionals can tap into with rehabilitation and renovation services. You see, with the increased demand for housing and the continued decline in viable inventory, prospective homeowners are having to look to communities that have homes that are in less expensive price, but with that lower price comes higher repair needs. And so this is going to create and is creating a significant market for renovation professionals of which we don't have a whole lot. Also, Mm -hmm. homeowners, particularly as a result of COVID, found that they were working from home, their kids were going to school from home, and they saw that their homes were not as big as they thought they were, and they look around, looked around and said, you know what, it's cheaper to keep her. So they're looking to expand and enhance their properties to make them more livable, to now that, to make more living space, and to also capitalize on the value of that asset that we just described that homeownership creates. One of the keys in the residential construction industry opportunities 
is home remodeling, which I just described. Renovation services plays a vital role in helping prospective and existing homeowners buy or finance their home and add the cost of the repairs in one mortgage. And even at a 6% interest rate, that's less expensive than if they were to um, get a Home Depot or a store credit card at 28% interest. And that 6% interest on the home mortgage, which would have the rehab wrapped into the loan, that interest is tax deductible. So this is such a powerful tool that not many people realize you can basically have your cake and eat it too. And Mm. back in the day, the 70s and 80s, people bought a home and the house wasn't exactly what they wanted, so they saved and saved and saved. Then they would refinance, get the cash out, and rehab their home. We don't have to do that now. That is so powerful. You can people, home buyers, particularly uh, Gen Zs, who want to basically have that instant gratification, can own a home, get it rehabbed, one mortgage with tax deductible interest, and live that dream right now. Wow, that is that is something else. I was not aware of that, and probably many of our listeners were not too. And listen, before we go on with Catherine, because she's sharing some really good stuff. And maybe stuff that many of us may not be aware of. You all might have some questions out there uh, as you're listening. All you have to do is press 1 on your phone. If you're uh, dialing in, we'll see your hand, and we can um, acknowledge you in the studio, and you'll have a chance to ask the question of our guest directly. So thank you, Catherine. Um, I want to ask another question because what you said, again, was really, really powerful about opportunities, number one, even to, to own, a, own a home, get rehab done, get, you know, interest-free savings all in one swoop, but also that there are opportunities out there for those individuals who are interested in becoming uh, renovation professionals because, you say, as you said, the opportunity is ripe, so we have an opportunity to get into those, those spaces. But let's talk about some of the, the programs specifically that are available out there. How does one get access to available programs that might exist? Residential construction professionals, and by that I'm talking about the general contractors and the individual subcontractors, the plumbers, the electricians, the roofers. Anyone who has experience in the residential space can access many of these opportunities in this industry through a number of ways. Uh, One, building a strong professional network is crucial as it opens doors to potential clients, contractors, and suppliers. Uh, Joining industry associations like NABWIC and attending trade shows and conferences and events provides valuable connections and insights. And so I just want to stick a plug in right now for the upcoming Construct, residential Construction Roundtable. It's a virtual event that NAVWIC and NAFAC is, are partnering to put on, and it's June 20th virtually, and you can actually sign up for that event by just going to the website nafac.org forward slash NAVWIC event, and I'll spell it out a little later, but just getting in tune and tapping into people who have gone before you and not reinventing the wheel, but learning from others will help you quicker take advantage of opportunities. Many professionals don't realize that adding professional designations and getting certifications and getting adding additional uh, letters to your name, as it were, opens up additional doors for you. So staying updated on industry trends, acquiring those relevant certifications, and expanding skills 
through training programs, ensures that professionals are equipped to meet these opportunities and be able to capitalize on them. Because it's, it's a phrase that, uh, you know, um, there, there's, a, there's a quote that I have that I share when I do live events. Opportunities knock all the time, but you have to have the tools and equipment to take advantage of it. You have to be ready for those opportunities because they will not last forever. And so this is some of the ways that residential construction professionals can take advantage of opportunities is simply by staying connected with the resources, networking, marketing, and continuous learning. Wow. Thank you so much. And, again, I know I've been scribbling, and I know our audience has, too, (laughs) so many great nuggets and uh, tips for, again, uh, just increasing your professionalism in this industry, and especially if you're in the trades, and especially if you're in the residential sector. So don't forget to, yeah, build that professional network, uh, stay in touch. You can, she mentioned several things, trade shows, uh, conferences, and how important it is to go ahead and get those designations. But she also mentioned her website, which is, I think it's nafhac.com. Is that right, Catherine? No, it's nafhac.org forward slash nab. W-I-C event. So it's nafac.org forward slash NAVWIC event to register for the free webinar roundtable where you actually will hear from industry leaders and learn more about the opportunities that I'm describing about how residential construction professionals with three or more years of experience can become rehab consultants and add an additional revenue stream. So I'm going to talk about that on the June 20th conference. Okay, and if you didn't get that entire event link, just go to the website, nafhac.org, or it's you can right go to NABWIC's website, nabwic.org. So either one of them, it'll have the registration link, and you can just click and go right to it and register for that June 20th event. One thing about I want to mention, even if you think you have a conflict and can't attend live, register so that we can send you the replay because – if you, if you say, oh, I'm going to be on vacation or I'll be out of town, that's not a problem. We are going to be sending replays to everybody who registers. So register and get that information and just watch it later. Okay. And we've been talking with, uh, again, our esteemed authority, Catherine Hall, and she has certainly been sharing a lot of nuggets with us, and we're going to hear some more after we come back from this brief commercial. So once again, if you have questions, Feel free to jot them down or you can send them in to us on our social media or just press one on the telephone and join the conversation. So we'll be right back. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is 
to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, we are back, and we are talking with Catherine Hall, who is the Executive Director of the National Association of FHA Consultants. And before the commercial, Catherine was just sharing with us just the importance of registering uh, for that June 20th event uh, for the Residential Construction Roundtable. It's a free virtual event, and it's actually starting at 8 o'clock p.m., so that gives us enough time if we're busy during the day to get home, get ready, and log in and be a part of that really important roundtable where you're here even more nuggets uh, than you're hearing uh, this morning. Some other events that are coming up that you might want to be aware of, mark your calendar for NAVWIC's billion-dollar luncheon and water contracting opportunities. That's coming up on Wednesday, July 12th, and that's at 11.30 a.m., and also, uh, the NAVWIC members, I know they're getting their red shirts ready and their boots on, and they're heading to New Jersey for NAVWIC mid-year reception and mid-year meeting, and that's on June 23rd and June 24th. Also, coming up in uh, September, so this is more of a save-the-date, we've got the Congressional Black Caucus CBC reception coming up in Washington, D.C., so you'll want to mark your calendar and get ready for that. So for those events and more, once again, you can just go to our Eventbrite or you can just go to the website, nabwic.org, and uh, just look at the events and just register for any of those things. But most of all, don't forget to do it today. Register for the June 20th Residential Construction Roundtable free virtual website, which I'm um, sorry, not website, free virtual meeting, which will be held on Zoom. So, Catherine, we're back, and thank you so much again for just sharing all your passion uh, for, you know, education and empowering individuals, especially in this home ownership space. So we certainly appreciate that. So um, our next question is, why is it important for you to promote awareness of SS and opportunities within the residential construction industry? Well, as I said, I've lived my life watching other people not be able to be successful as homeowners. And that has been something that has been a core part of my um, belief of success. And promoting awareness of the access and opportunities with residential construction industry is important because I know that it opens doors for aspiring professionals. It encourages diversity and inclusion, and it will stimulate economic growth. I know and I believe that by highlighting these opportunities, more individuals can discover real, viable, and attainable career paths and pursue their passions. Now, we don't always know where we're going to end up. I thought I was going to be an attorney and wear a suit all my life. I ended up not going to law school and spending a large portion of my life wearing a work shirt, work pants, and having a tool belt strapped around my waist. But I have found a sense of 
fulfillment in helping others understand what it meant to be homeowners. And there is so much opportunity for people that may not find themselves able to go to college or interested in going to college, but wanting to create sustainable wealth and opportunities for their families. The residential construction industry is open, and it is not as as uh, filled as it should be with qualified minorities. And so increased awareness offers, you know, it also fosters a diverse workforce, and it brings a fresh perspective and innovative ideas to this industry. And also, this is going to help support local economies. We're going to rebuild neighborhoods one home at a time, creating job opportunities and contributing, really, to the overall development and improvement of our neighborhoods, which makes our cities stronger, our states, and I know this may sound grandiose, but our country as a whole. So that might sound like a very naive uh, belief, but I truly believe we can help rebuild America by rebuilding the local communities. Thank you so much. And, yeah, so that I can see why you would be passionate about it, putting it that way. So there is a lot to be gained, like you said, a diverse workforce. And most of all, and what everybody's looking for, jobs, jobs, jobs. And certainly if we can enhance our neighborhoods and our communities in the process, yeah, let's go for it. We should all be on that wagon. So, uh, Catherine, before I continue on, I know I've got some people in the studio. They're kind of anxious also to, to get in on this conversation, too. And uh, so we're going to uh, ask Mr. Uh, Gerald and also uh, Tonya if uh, they have any comments or questions that they would like to make at this time, and then we'll continue on. Catherine, <laughs> Since I've uh, chimed in and listened to this progression on the uh, round table coming up, it just was a question that I wanted to find out from you was, how do you really impact the membership of your organization to spread throughout the country? And then how many actual chapters or is it an at-large opportunity to be uh, with your organization? So the National Association of FHA Consultants um, is an organization devoted to all residential uh, residential homeownership partners. And we have a – our membership is – we have four regional chapters. We have northern, eastern, southern, and western chapters. And they are coordinated according to the main four homeownership centers of HUD. So HUD has four regional HOCs. Home ownership centers, and so we have four regional chapters, and each regional chapter has the state responsible for the same mirroring what HUD states are. We have membership to our membership is open to home inspectors, real estate agents, lenders, attorneys, anyone, and and a HUD consultant, anyone who is an insurance professional, anyone who is in the world of residential home ownership who wants to be able to have a better understanding and marketing ability and uh, outreach ability in with residential renovation homeownership is welcome to participate. We provide certification training, we provide the software, and we provide daily ongoing support for those who want to become consultants, and we provide partnership and marketing opportunities to real estate agents, lenders, and insurance professionals who want to grow their use of rehab loans. So we have, so our website, you actually can, you know, go to the website, 
and see what those opportunities are. And you actually can take the knowledge assessment test. It's free. Anyone can take our knowledge assessment test to see where their knowledge is of the rehab world. And we do week, we do monthly webinars. I do a Facebook Live weekly on Thursdays uh, called Q&A on Rehab Loans, uh, Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern. So we're, we're trying to really just expand the awareness and the use of renovation homeownership services in our community. So there's a VA rehab loan. There is a conventional rehab loan. There's a USDA, FHA. There's so much that no one knows about that makes it easier for people to own safe and affordable and sound housing. Mm, and boy, thank you for you asking that, really, Gerald. That's not a problem because people need to know that because that even takes it to a higher level of the partnership that we, we're working to build with NABWIC and, and your association. So thank you for that information and just looking forward to next week to go ahead and really dive into it and the years to come. Thanks a whole lot for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for your participation in the upcoming event. It's a, it, as what you said, you said it earlier, the team, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. That's it for me, Jackie. I, I you know, I'll keep going. And I know Tony oh, wants no, to thank you, Jill. No, no, because Tonya slapped you on top of the head. She's anxious to get in on this conversation as well. You know Go ahead, stay Tony. away from that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not a slap. <laughs> well, good morning. <laughs> Catherine, thank you for the information for all that you do. And I, I want to say that it resonated with me on so many different levels, especially when you started speaking about your background, because I grew up in a housing project in Brooklyn, um, in an underserved community for my for the entirety of my life until I went away to college. And I remember going to these meetings with my mom for home ownership. There were um, a, Nehemiah home, a Nehemiah Home program. She sat through that. We went to Harlem, and we heard about the brownstones that were going for $1. And as a child, I watched the fear stop her from pursuing her dreams, right? So we didn't get those homes. And she's kicking herself because those same homes are worth like five, six hundred thousand, even a million dollars, one to two million dollars, I would say, with those brownstones that were in Harlem. So I think our community has really stopped ourselves from progressing through this fear and through not believing that we deserve more. So I love that you have a program um, or organization, rather, that is pushing that effort. And then what you also mentioned about us, you know, making sure that we increase our certifications always helps. So I just want to encourage everyone to jump over that fear and just make sure that we're taking advantage of all these opportunities. So I'm looking forward to next week, and um, thank you for all that you do. My pleasure. And, and again, it, it's it's very, it, it is, like you just said, there's so many people who think they don't have the ability to own homes that really do. And that fear stops us from being able to create opportunities for ourselves and our families. And, and if we, if they just knew, hey, you can buy, you know, people say, oh, there's no homes to buy. Yeah, there's homes to buy, but there may not be in the neighborhood that you might be looking to. But just like you said, those homes in Harlem that back in the, you know, years ago were in horrible condition are now worth $1.2 million. So look with a, you know, look with a forward-thinking approach, buy a home, that may be only $100,000 but needs a lot of work. And basically, I always tell people, um, you know, uh, I, I, I like to say to people, stay within, stay within the backyard of your affordability. 
and you can be able to capitalize on that asset. Right, right. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know, to speak more about the, the certifications that you, you mentioned as well, you know, workshops, attending a workshop, just attending everything that you can. If you want to be a part of something, go take the next step to get all the information because information is everything. And sometimes it doesn't reach every community. But I think now, you know, rather than 20 years ago, there's a lot more information that's out there for us. So we got to continue to spread the word and do our due diligence, you know, as you're doing right now as well, that if you, if you know something, if you're doing something to reach back to help our communities. And that's why, you know, being a part of NAVLIC is really important because we do just that. So thank you. I think one of the things that I would challenge our listeners, particularly those who are residential um, contractors that are not in the uh, general construction space but are individual subcontractors, plumbers, electricians, I would challenge and I would encourage you to take the classes, take the training, and get qualified to be general contractors. A general contractor is a business person that coordinates the efforts of the subs for overhead profit without having to do the back-breaking work. And if more individuals became the business professionals and stepped out of the hammer and nail activity, it will then open up more opportunities for to come in and it will create more larger growth opportunities for those general contractors. And I encourage them to look for opportunities in local cities and states for training and certification and opportunities and grants for them to become qualified general contractors, we need so many more. Thank you. That's right. All right. So many good questions and great, great responses. Um, but the questions aren't stopping, so we have one more question. Uh, Ursula Odom, go ahead. Good morning, Catherine. Um, my question stems from something you said early on in the, the broadcast, and it's been rolling around okay. my head. When you talked about mm-hmm. um, a person rolling in the repairs of a building or a home with the actual purchase of it, I kind of shook my head because that's something I did years and years and years and years and years ago. Um, I bought a duplex where I lived upstairs and and rented downstairs, and they allowed me to add in um, the cost of some repairs. Now, I was fighting another battle at that time. They didn't want a single woman to do this, and I, I pitched a fit. So I ended up doing something that for my immediate surrounding wasn't very common. But now the question I have, and I, I humor me, please. If you're one of those people that um, is tired coming from home, and like, like your father described, they work all day and they don't have time or the energy to do anything when they come home to improve their, their surroundings and you give them one of these programs, um, create a, 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 a fictitious person and help us walk that person from that state to where they're happy with their situation now and the home, home ownership. Not, and, and I guess what I'm looking for is not the what all everybody can do, but put yourself in the mind of one person and help us see that scenario of that one person. 
Well, you know, thank you for that question. And I'm very, very blessed to say that I have been able to help just that individual throughout my career a number of times. I have had, particularly in my work in Philadelphia, a single mother with two children, newly, newly single, okay, so, you know, a marriage situation broke apart, and now we have a newly single woman with two children who needs a home and is looking to be in a home that is near their mother because the mom is going to be helping raise the children with child care, et cetera, but mom is in a neighborhood that is depressed, and the only home is available was a home nearby that was vacant and abandoned. Um, the first thing that this person did, and the first thing I would counsel and suggest every person to do, particularly a single mother with kids with a, you know, stable income, it doesn't even have to be a great job, but just a stable income, seek out a local nonprofit housing counseling agency. They're called Community Development Corporations. These organizations hold across the country government-funded free home buyer education workshops. Usually they're over, usually they're like a couple, two Saturdays or they may do them, you know, an hour a week for three or four weeks where you get to hear and learn about opportunities for home ownership. You get connected with, you get introduced to lenders and you get introduced to real estate agents and you get made available to you amazing government-sponsored grants for down payment assistance. That's the first step. Show me the money. Get connected with a lender. Find out what your mortgageability is and work a path to become green light mortgageable with these grant opportunities. Then look for literally the worst house in the best area, okay, and then Mm -hmm. find a way to purchase that home and add a rehab component to that property. It may only be a two-bedroom home, but we can partition one of those bedrooms into two bedrooms so that each of the two kids can have their room without paying for a three-bedroom house. And this is exactly what I did for this young lady. She was trying to buy a home. The house was two-bedroom. It was a big, large back bedroom and a front bedroom. We partitioned that big back bedroom in this row home into a three-bedroom home and rehabbed the kitchen a bit, turned the basement into a, a play work area for the children. It was a small, only a you know 900-square-foot home. But we were able to use the space, and she was able to use a renovation mortgage to rehab that property, and she moved in. And then I know because I know how successful it was because five years later, she called me back out as her consultant to put together a rehab funding plan and uh, because she was going to refinance the home, and she was going to add, she was going to bump out the back of the house and enlarge an added first-floor deck and a half-bath on her first floor using the available equity in her property that she had accumulated from that first rehab loan purchase. And so now this woman, um, and I kept in touch with her and for, for many years, and she told her friends, she told her neighbors, and basically they took over and redeveloped an entire two-block area, one house at a time with their entire extended family, buying homes, rehabbing them, and rebuilding that community. Now, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the one thing you said about buy the um, worst home in the best area, I actually did that. I, I sat upstairs and watched that entire neighborhood transform, and within a couple of years sold it for twice what I bought it for and moved into something um, much, much nicer. 
Um, so I love the scenario. Thank you. And I love the neighborhood um, being in the, in the family. That's pretty cool. Or in, in, you know, in people that know and like each other anyway. Thank you. Well, not necessarily family known and liking, but definitely knowing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but thank you so much, Ursula, for that question. And uh, actually, Catherine, we don't mean to keep you on, but we do have one question that came in over our social media, and uh, it says, "Thank you, Catherine, for explaining how your uh, chapters work, and for explaining what your customer base looks like." I am new in the renovation space and would like you to elaborate on specific types of certification training you offer. Well, thank you so much for that question. Uh, we actually provide full certification training for home inspectors who or contractors who have – you can be a home inspector, a contractor, appraiser, an architect, or an engineer with three or more years' experience and that can make you available to become a 203K consultant. And with that certification, it's a federal designation. You're federally certified in your state or states that you are able to provide the proof that you work in. So, for example, I'm currently certified in the states of Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Florida because those are, those are, two, those are the areas that I hop around in in the country mostly. Um, so if you have that expertise in two states, if you're on a border, it's a great opportunity to grow your business on both borders. So we provide that full certification and software so that any person with those three years of experience is already qualified to be an FHA consultant, and HUD needs more. So you can actually just go to our um, – you can go to the website, get um, 203K certified, uh, get203kcertified.com, and that will be able to show you the certification process. So it's get203k as in king, get203k as in king, certified.com. And that's 203k, which is the designation of the federal program for um, mortgages.com. And you can look at the requirements, and we actually have a, on an at-home study program that you can get certified on your own at home. All right. Thank you, Catherine, and hopefully that answered our listeners' question. Uh, we will add that to the uh, episode description, too. So for those of you who want to go to that site, get203kcertified.com, you can go there and get the information that you need. So, Catherine, this has been so, so wonderful, and I know we are uh, counting down uh, to the end of the show, but we have one more last question. It's kind of a hard question. But listen, in your bio, it mentioned that you are the author of several books, and so we read them off. But we are more interested now in you sharing with us your favorite book or author or what you are currently reading. Wow. Okay. My favorite author. Um, I actually have two. Really, then they are two favorite authors. Um, One is from years and years ago, and one is is current and timely, uh, Neville Goddard and Grant Cardone. Those are my two favorite authors for two different reasons. Grant Cardone's books, Grant Cardone is a current uh, real estate mogul and he is a sales and marketing influencer. His books inspire me to set big goals, to work hard, and achieve success in my business and life. On the other hand, 
Neville Goddard's teachings focus on the power of the mind and imagination to in, to manifest our desires. Both of these authors provide for me valuable insights and strategies that have positively impacted my personal and professional growth. It's just because the one is has his pulse on the Grant Cardone has his pulse on the current market, the economy and how to sell market and transfer information. And Neville Goddard teaches how to keep your mindset positive despite whatever setbacks you have in life, and we have a lot of them. So you asked, what is the book that I'm currently reading? Well, in addition to being, um, you know, very heavily involved in the residential construction industry, I'm also a, um, I'm also very, very focused on providing coaching and mentoring for people in sales, marketing, and productivity. So my current book that I'm reading is um, by Grant Cardone, and it's called Be Obsessed or Be Average. And it's really, and it's a really powerful book that I am really, I've got my highlighter out. And so, yeah, Be Obsessed or Be Average is how I try to live my life. Wow. Now that great, that's great. That's a very intriguing title too. Be Obsessed or Be Average. So we're going to add that to our Maverick book book list, Be Obsessed or Be Average. That's by Grant Cardone. And Catherine yeah. also mentioned that she enjoys uh, reading books by Neville Grant. That's N-E-V-I-L-L-E. No, Neville, uh, Neville, Neville Goddard. G-O-D-D-A-R-D. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's from the, he's from the cities. And uh, you, can, you can get him on YouTube. A lot of his stuff is free on YouTube. And it's it's really, it's very biblical based. So it gives a lot of, he, he, he interspersed a lot of scriptural references which is also very important to me because I do live a faith-based life. And having a having a, a productivity and success speaker encourage me with actual quotes and references from the Bible is just basically just all I look for. No, great. Thank you so much again. We are expanding our Maverick Regis, so Thank you very much for adding to it. And also, we don't want you to go, Catherine. We want to keep you here because there's so much more we could talk about. But before we do go, we would love for you to just leave some imparting words or comments, anything you would think is important for our listeners to know before we end our show. Well, I think that I will restate what I said earlier, um, the quote that opportunities don't knock once. Opportunities knock, the opportunities knock all the time. But you have to be prepared. You have to be ready to take advantage of the opportunity. In order for you to be successful, you have to position yourself to answer that knock when it does come. So please, be prepared, be ready, and then when the knock comes on the door, Answer it, and as it says in the Bible, in the book of, of, of Samuel, say, yes, here I am. Okay. Well, I would have to be like one of our hosts, uh, Jada Williams, who's always, uh, you know, picking up on nuggets like that. She, she says, oh, yeah, we got to hashtag that. So I would say, hashtag, be prepared to answer the knock. <laughs> we'll do today. So thank exactly. you so much for that, Catherine. And also, before we go, tell our listeners how they can reach you or get in contact with you. If you want to contact me, it's real easy. Um, anyone can schedule a 
call with me, a, a free conversation with me by just going to the website nasdaq.org, call me. Uh, that's N-A-F as in Frank, H as in Harry, A as in Apple, C as in Charlie, O-R-G, forward slash call me. And they, they'll take them to my scheduling site where you can schedule a call with me at your convenience. And uh, I'm happy to answer anyone's individual questions. And you and we'll be able to share information or you can simply reach me on inter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, just type in, you know, Catherine Hall, 203K Queen, and you'll find me uh, on social media. But if you want to talk to me, I love talking to people, obviously. So a private, a private strategy session, just call me. Schedule and call me. All right. There you have it. That's how you can stay in touch with our special guest, Ms. Catherine Hall. Catherine, I just want to thank you so much for your, your time today. And, again, we just appreciate the way you inspire, support, and empower women everywhere, no matter the color. Uh, so thank you for everything that you do. And we're going to have you back on the show again. But until next week, listeners, you want a market calendar, we're here every Wednesday, 8.30 a.m. Tune in for NAWIC Talks and join the conversation. Thank you for listening to our show. Thank you for having me. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.